Well, today on That's Classic, we have uh, somebody that uh, I, I always just enjoyed so much uh, growing up and uh, thoroughly, thoroughly, you know, cracked up, to be quite frank. But um, anyway, today we have none other than the uh, star of Different Strokes, who played Willis, uh, Todd Bridges. So, uh, Todd, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And and just to put out, because the the people are listening, if you want to see Todd and I, you go to www.youtube.com slash that's classic TV. You can actually see the two of us on this on this interview. So, um, Todd, to start out of the gates, let's talk different strokes. Um, Do you remember that first time that you met Gary Coleman? Yeah, I met him. Uh, actually, the first time I met him was we were doing it. We had to do a 20 minute presentation in front of the network. Wow. And but we I met him before that because we rehearsed for like a week before we went and did it. Uh-huh. And that's when I first met him. And when I first met him, he was this spry, amazing little kid, you know, and um, very intelligent, you know, and um, just really sweet, and really cool. Wow. Very, very nice. And what was you know, everybody thinks of like the two of you on the, you know, in the show, but what was it like offset? What was your relationship like together? Uh, the first three years we were brothers for sure, you know? Wow. And um, then when his father came down and from where he was to live in uh, California, it kind of changed. Um, his father, I think kind of warped Gary's um, sense of view, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the sh- by the time the show ended, um, the great thing about it was we became really close again. But at that point, he was no longer talking to his parents. I got you. Wow, that really was that much of a, you know, took you out of yeah. out of his life. Yeah. His father put a big divide. Wow. Okay. Um, did you shoot, by the way, on a, you know, because I, I had heard, you know, of course, he had his, his uh, kidney uh, mm-hmm. issues. Did you shoot on a certain special schedule then with, with him? No, because- we shot Monday through Friday. Uh, Friday was the tape day. Thursday was the blocking day. Um, and what we did was, um, with Gary was he did Dallas's every, I think every day. So he would just do it in the dressing room. What do you oh, do? Okay. All right. And then a, a, a few times, unfortunately, what the father and mother had did, which none of us were very happy with Gary had, um, trans kidney transplant. Yeah. And they would send them back to work like a couple of days later. It was pretty bad. And, oh. um, his, his body always ended up rejecting the kidneys, unfortunately, because he was just working. You know, he never really had any breaks, unfortunately. I always feel bad for him because during the off season, you know, we take I take a month off before I did anything else different mm-hmm. in different strokes. Uh, Gary went right to work a couple couple weeks later. He, a couple of days later, he'd go right back to work. Wow. And I think that had a lot to do with the kidney failures, you know. Never had time to really rest. Oh, that's very sad. I mean, yeah. I had no idea all that was going on. Wow. Yeah. Fair enough. And then you're, I'm sure you felt like as a, as not just his coworker, but as a friend, like you wish you could do something. Yeah. That was the thing is that when we would say something, we were always told that, you know, stay, stay away from it. And that's when the divide started, when everybody started saying things, you know, and it was unfortunate, you know, but um, me and Gary were, were great friends up until, you know, it's time of his death, you know? Wow. Wow. That's really, that's really intense. Did you, yeah. um, by the way, um, on the reverse end, as far as like a father figure, was Conrad Bain like that? Oh, you? yeah. Conrad Bain was definitely a father figure. He was a great guy. He was, um, and in fact, I, I talked to Conrad a couple of days before he passed away, unfortunately. You know, it was, um, I was very broken up behind that. I was broken up behind everyone's death, actually. Even oh, sure. Dana. You know? 
Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Did uh well actually I'd love to talk about Dana, but did Conrad um what was it what was he like on the set for you as as an actor? Because obviously he was kind of old school, you know, oh, well-known guy. Would, yeah, Conrad would tell us a bunch of stories about his live days doing live TV. He told me this one great story with him and uh, George C. Scott. They were doing something, and I forgot which network it was on, but it was live, you know? Wow. And um, he, uh, what made us laugh was he said that the phone rang by accident. It wasn't supposed to ring. <laughs> and when the phone rang, he looked at George C. Scott, they looked at each other, and he said, he picked it up and goes, it's for you. Handed it to him and walked off, off camera. <laughs> <laughs> and George C. Scott was so upset later, but he was... He wasn't upset, but he was just very funny the way it happened, you know. Oh my gosh, I love yeah. it, especially two guys like that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So, um, did he, you know, as an actor for you, then did he instill like a little? Oh, I don't know, you know. Uh, I mean, you can use the term mentor, but did he kind of instill a little bit of like work ethic or anything like that for oh, you? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. He um, he helped a lot with um, our work ethic, and he also protected the children very well. He protected us very well. We had a director the first season that didn't like me and Dana for some reason, and uh, Conrad had him removed, you know, um, because wow. uh, he didn't like the way he was treating us. So he um, he told us that we're all not coming back unless they get rid of him, and they took him away and um, brought in a new director. It was great. It was great for us, you know. Conrad really protected us at all times. Oh, man, Todd, I love hearing that. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. so Look, you mentioned Dana, and um, what what was your relationship with her? Well, actually, why don't we? I hadn't thought about that. When was the first time you met Dana? Uh, the first time I met Dana was I was the one who actually did a the audition with Dana. What happened was they called me in, and I read with Dana, and I told them that's the girl you guys should hire her, and that's who they hired. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, I was in. I went. Al Burton brought me in to um, read with Dana. And I read with Dana, and then um, last night I said, that's the girl. And they said, yeah, we're going to hire her. And they hired her, Dana, for wow. the role. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what was your relationship with her kind of like when the cameras weren't rolling? With Dana, my relationship was all, we always hung out and did things together. I dated, a lot of her, I dated a lot of her girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, uh, did you guys play pranks on each other or anything like that? Uh, we didn't play pranks, but we did a lot of stuff together. You know, we did, uh, um, me and Gary played pranks on, on everyone. Really? Me like, and Gary what? were notorious. Yeah, like our director used to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And um, we, um, to get him to quit, um, we uh, went to the uh, magic store and we bought these little flash things. You put them inside the cigarettes, you put them down inside. And if you try to smoke it, it blows. Because they used to be able to smoke on the set back then. They could smoke oh, on yeah. the set. Oh, and God. we got tired of it, though. We, uh, Stuffed all these things in his cigarettes. He used to blow his cigarettes up. So <laughs> he one time he bought a new pack and stuck it in there. And I had Gary distract him and I got the pack out. I unsealed it, put him in every single one of them, and then I sealed it back. So he thought he had a new pack. So he said he got home that night. This is what he told me. He said he got home that night. And he goes, Ah, those kids aren't around me. I can finally smoke my cigarette in peace. And he lights it up and he goes, Pow! And he goes, That's it. I'm quitting. And he quit because of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did and a good the, deed. Uh, Oh yeah, and then the producers we um we put this when they uh, this flashbang powder we put it inside their light bulbs, so when they would turn the light off it would like go just blow up a bunch of smoke, and <laughs> we did that to all the producers. Me and Gary were very much so on tricking everybody. Oh my god, I love hearing that. I mean, yeah. that's 
that's what you hope it's like, you know? Oh yeah. And um, then when we were when we were little, also me and Gary used to um get the cardboard boxes and we build a whole bunch of tunnels all around the dressing rooms and oh. we go through there to get places. <laughs> oh my god, how cool. I mean, how cool. Well, by the way, what was the age difference between you and Gary? Uh, I believe Gary, if I'm going to be 58, I think he's going to be 55, I think. Okay. So about three years. Yeah. Very, yeah. Very, Dana very, like, Dana was six months older than me. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Very much, uh, like, yeah, a brother, brother, sister vibe. Oh, I, yeah. 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 I totally get it. Um, so how was your relationship with Charlotte Ray as well? Oh, it was great. I love Charlotte Ray. Charlotte Ray always was a lot of fun. You know, um, I was the one, the character that always did the crossovers. Like Kim Fields came to our show. I always went to her show. Wow. I was always the, the one that did most of the crossovers. I think Gary did it once, but I did it a lot of times in Facts Life. Did you so enjoy I it? Had a great relationship with Charlotte Ray. Yeah, I love Charlotte Ray. And I loved working with the girls. They were always a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you look forward to those times when they would send you? Send oh, you yeah. Yeah. Because I looked forward to because I always had the easy part. Come in and say a couple lines and that was it. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> God. <laughs> What a life. Um, so one of the, you know, I went through the whole show, like looking at different aspects of it, whatever. And one of the things mm -hmm. was that Janet Jackson uh, had been on, on a couple of episodes. What, was that kind of a big deal for you when she was? Well, I was the one that had Janet Jackson hired as my girlfriend. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. I used to see Janet in the, when I was first, we first started doing strokes. I see Janet in the hallways, um, on good times she was doing good times oh yeah and when they wanted to hire me a girlfriend i was like okay you guys gotta you know i brought i told janet called them and said hey you're gonna hire janet jackson and they hired janet jackson for it oh my gosh that is yeah. wild so did yeah. you guys have a pretty good friendship then uh yeah we dated for a little while too so oh she's a good person really good oh person. very cool i i didn't I realize that to her this day, though. i still talk to her Oh, very nice. Very nice. And what about, yeah. um, you mentioned that she was in the hallway and you had good times. Did you, uh, did you get to know any of the actors over there? Like, obviously, you know, like J.J. Walker. Oh, yeah. I knew, like I knew everybody. Yeah. But also, when I was on a show called Fish, I knew um, John Travolta, uh, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs. I knew all those. I knew the guy from the Gong Show, the Chuck Barris, I think Chuck it was. Chuck Barris, yeah. Yeah, we used to talk all the time when I was little. We used to, we used to talk all the time. Chuck Barris was pretty hysterical. He's oh, funny. is that? They all were funny, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. You, and you I also knew the, I knew the cast of Soap, too. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I knew the cast of them, too. Oh, my gosh. That was a real... I mean, you were you were a groundbreaking show, and they were a groundbreaking show. Yeah, yeah. I, I still love that show. I can watch that show today, and it's just hysterical. I agree with you. I totally yeah. agree. So you... um, I definitely want to talk about Fish, but I want to know... Uh, the other one was Nancy Reagan was on the show, which is kind of wild. Oh, yeah. That, like, first Lady... Was yeah. was that like an intense like Secret Service deal? Uh, oh yeah, when Nancy Reagan was on our show, we had to have these badges, and every door you went through, they scanned your badges, make sure you were who you were, and um, the entire audience was Secret Service. So unfortunately, they wouldn't laugh at our jokes, but they laughed at all Nancy Reagan's jokes. <laughs> and then we got a chance to meet Ronald Reagan, the president. We got a chance to meet the president. We met him. So, oh my gosh, yeah. come on. Yeah, okay, it was a lot of pretty, fun. That was that must have been pretty intense as a kid. You're meeting the it, president it of the United was. States. It was. Wow. So you mentioned soap, but do you ever still watch uh, Different Strokes or not? Yeah. Sometimes I do. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Is it just like surfing through and it happens to be on? Um, no. Sometimes when I'm on YouTube, I see shows and I'll just watch them. Sometimes. 
I got you. I got you. Yeah. For you, what is that ride like to sit back and watch an episode? Um, well, you know, all the shows of that era, to me, are amazing comedy shows because they're situational comedies. I think today, more of them are like just, you know, you know, set up joke, set up joke. You yeah, know what punch, I mean? Punch, punch. Yeah, and I don't know if that's, I think the public likes uh, situational comedies, I think, better. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I just think they do. All the great shows were always situational comedies. They just were. Yeah, and they still hold up. That That's what yep. says a lot about it. Yeah. Yep. So, look, I had also read that you're constantly, like, daily hearing uh, what you're talking about, Willis. Oh, um, yeah, but it's, it's funny because I, um, I'm i a streamer now. I stream uh, Fortnite, Battlefield, and a couple of other games. My kids would uh, love you. <laughs> oh, yeah. My Twitch, my Twitch name is uh, Todd Bridges. They can find it on Todd Bridges. Okay, I'll tell them. And and the funny thing about it is, is that I, um, I play that, that I play, it's a theme song that somebody made that I play that has to do with what you're talking about. Oh my God. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> wow. Do you, I mean, is it, do you, have you, do you hit, do you kind of embrace that moment? Like if somebody walks I up do to you? Now, I do now definitely embrace it now. Now. Yeah. yeah. Over time. It doesn't it, bother me. Yeah. yeah. I got you. I got you. Do you think, uh, by the way, growing up, because you started off very, very early do you feel like comedy just kind of came natural for you? Uh, well, I was a dramatic, every dramatic actor is good at comedy. I was a dramatic actor and I still am. Every mm -hmm. dramatic, when you're a dramatic actor, comedy is easy, it's just timing. Cause you, right. cause to be a dramatic actor, you have to really have chops to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, I'm not going to mention any names, but there are a lot of comedians out there who can't do drama, you yeah. know, but yep. drama actors can always do comedy. I don't know if you ever remember seeing, um, um, Robert De not Robert, was it Robert De Niro. Yeah, Robert De Niro in that comedy movie he oh, did with um the one parents. about uh yeah that one yeah. yeah see how good he was in that right he was excellent because he's a great dramatic actor great dramatic actors are easy are a lot, can do comedy but it's not vice versa sometimes yeah I could see that I could totally see that yeah. so um look when you uh, and I don't want to go totally off I'm like you had a terrible ten year period of your life and that was awful and. Five and years, I, actually, just five years. <laughs> five years, okay. <laughs> Let's reel that back. Uh, okay. Yeah. So five years, but you had five years there. During that time, were you still in touch with the different Strokes uh, cast? Uh, yeah, with most of them, yes. Oh, yes. you did, okay. So you did maintain. But I have, you know, I have, you know, the thing that people never talk about is I have 30 years of recovery. People never talk about that. They always try to act like that. I'm still there or still, you know, it's only been recently. No, I have 30 years of recovery. Oh, February totally. 23rd, no. February twenty third. Twenty uh, third was my uh, uh, thirty year anniversary. Oh I, my gosh! Um, you know, I've been sober that long. So I mean, that's a long know. time, and that's yeah, and that's not is. a little casual thing to, to mention. Exactly. Anyway. I commend yeah. you highly. Oh, thank that's you. That's a big deal. It. You know, yeah. I, I really respect that. Um, which I, by the way, I'd like to talk about your work with that. But let's let's go back to fish because you did mention fish. Mm -hmm. uh, Abe Vigoda, who honestly, in society for a while, there became almost like a mysterious thing. People were like, is he alive? I don't know. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, what I used was... to talk to him. Yeah. I used to talk to him all the time. He was a great guy, too. What a, what a great, you know, it's amazing how the, the figures that we had, that I had as father figures were great people, you know? Yeah. Um, Abe Vigoda was wonderful. I love talking to him all the time. His passing really got to me, too. Yeah. What and, and that was your first series regular gig, right? Yes. Yes, it sure was. But and, everybody was from New York, except for me. Wow. That was the weird wow. part. Yeah. How did it feel for you? Because you had you had done other things 
to finally be like, you're the guy, you're a series. Well, regular. how I, how I got that show was I did an episode of Barney Miller mm-hmm. and um, Danny Arnold, who was the uh, creator and exec producer of the show said he wanted to get me my own show. And he, uh, when he talked to a Fagoda, they decided to set me and a, a Fagoda up. So the show fish was invented for me and a Fagoda. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well that, and then they just put a bunch of other pieces around us. Oh my gosh, that's wild. And you had you had a good chemistry with Abe, obviously. Oh I mean. yeah, I had a great chemistry with him. Wow, wow. Was On he... and off the set. Same yeah, thing with right. Comrade Bang. It was both, with both of them. Wow. What, what You know, Abe Pagoda is one of those guys, like you watch him and he is just funny. But when, yeah. when he was off set, what was his demeanor? Oh, he was a fun guy. He was very, very fun. Like to, really? pick, like to make jokes and have fun, yeah. He's I'll a lot be darned. Wow, because he was always kind of that, you know, kind of deadpan thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Then, then you know, because he was also in, you know, he was in um, um, oh, the mob movie. What can't think of the name right now? I know, I can't think of oh, it either. Oh, Godfathers, Godfathers. Yeah, Godfather. Duh. Godfathers. Yeah, yeah so I'm with you. getting killed in Godfather. You know, he turned on, you know, turned on the family. You know, but he, I, it was great seeing him in that too. You know. Oh God, yeah, heck yeah, no doubt. Now, so you were. You know, honestly, Todd, I don't think a lot of people realize how much like you kind of broke ground in the in the business for a lot of oh, a yeah. lot of black actors. I mean, yeah. seriously, it, ridiculous. But you were the first black actor I, I noticed that appeared on the Waltons and Little House on the Prairie, which, by That's the way, right. have a ton of subscribers that are massive. You know, they love they love those shows. I, I do, too. Oh, thank you. What was that like for you to be on first the Waltons? You know, on the well, I was on Little House in the Prairie first. Oh, okay. Uh, well, why I don't we go there? How I got on the Waltons, which is very funny. I was on Little House in the Prairie, and it was a very groundbreaking show. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it said a lot. I don't know if you see. There's a lot of memes that go around about that show. There's one episode I did because of things I say. Yes. You know, on the show, which has a very, uh, it's very relevant today. Very relevant today. And um, so, what happened was. They were looking for uh, after they saw the Little House in the episode, Little House in the Prairie episode. They were like, "We need a, we need a black kid on the Waltons, right?" Put a, you know, <laughs> and instead of finding a new kid, said, let's just get the guy kid that can do it. And they brought me in, and I did it. I did that role too. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. And what was it like um, working with Michael Landon? Uh, oh, Michael Landon was great to everybody. He was such a wonderful actor to work with. He was also a, a person I looked up to. He was a good guy, really good guy. Gosh, you, you, you've been one very fortunate uh, yeah. guy as a young actor. So um, did the uh, working on the Waltons versus working on Little House, what would you say the, the difference was in the two sets for you working on those shows? Um, I didn't think the difference was just because everybody was great wherever I was. I think the difference was it was just two different locations. That's all. You know, mm-hmm. everybody else was wonderful, you know. Very cool. Very cool. Do you I ever- remember one of the lines from the Waltons, I go, got a fish hook in my foot. <laughs> I think I said something <laughs> like that for that episode. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, that that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat to need to hear. Yeah. Did you and did you uh, have to audition for Little House or not? Uh, yes, Little House. I did not the Waltons. Did you Little audition House for Michael? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Michael and the other producers. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember uh, the audition? Do you remember any feelings? Uh, I just went. I went in there and blew it up. You know, tore it apart. You know, made them all cry. So that was enough. You know. Wow. By the way, you know, this is something I've asked various actors that have been on the show. For you, when they say, you know, Todd, we need you to cry in this scene and, you know, we need to do six takes. What's your, where do you go? Do you, do you, are you able you to have, do it? You have or? to, you have to go somewhere that will make you a little upset to cry, but you have to get out of it. 
you know, you have to be able to get out. That was one of the things that Gary had to cry on the show, but he could never stop crying when it happened. Oh. Um, but you just have to be able, as an actor, you know, you have, you got to give it your all, you know, you give it your all, get them what they need, and then you, you get out of it, you know? But it, it also pays to, if you got a, a very emotional scene, and like say, you know, especially in my, the age now, you have a very emotional scene, you want to always be by yourself until you get the scene done. You know, no, really not too much communicating with people so you can get yourself in that mood, mode to be able to do a great performance. Wow, that's excellent advice, by the way. That's great. I, I have an acting background myself, so I can I can understand where you're going with this, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so you were uh, you also worked on the Love Boat, uh, which yeah. I, which I don't know. That was another one of those shows where I never missed it. But what what was the energy like on that set? Let's say compared to like the Different Strokes set. Well, the thing that I was only upset about the Love Boat is that I ne- we didn't get to go on the actual cruise. That's what I wanted to do. See, they they had cruise episodes, and our episodes was you know, at somewhere, you know, studio. I oh. wanted to go on the cruise, you know, I wanted to go on the cruise, you know, can do it, shoot on, you know, on the water, but that episode, they didn't shoot in the water. <laughs> but uh, I think the fun part about it was, was playing uh, Marilyn McCool and Billy Davis Jr.'s kid. That was fun. Cause I knew them as singers really were good singers. So it was great to actually meet them in person. They were really good to me too. Wow. Wow. That's, that's actually very cool. Yeah. So um, Ted you're... Lang, Ted Lang and I, we remained friends for years to come. So. Oh, that's good. good. You know, it's funny you say that. Ted is somebody that I, I, you know, I have my list of who I'm reaching out to, and Ted's on my mm-hmm. list because I've heard yeah. he's. I, I've heard so many people say he's just a wonderful person. He is. He is. Yeah, he's a good guy. So I like hearing that. I really do. So your mom was an actress, and she was also a very successful Hollywood manager, as a matter of fact. Yeah, but also she was an acting coach. She taught uh, Neil Long. Oh wow! The uh, Mont Bentley, Regina King, Nia Lathan. She taught a lot of people that are on successful shows. Wow, that's and pretty. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Jesus. Oh yeah. What, how did she influence you uh, as an as an? Uh, well, I wanted to be on TV ever since I saw the, I saw the Red Fox show, and oh. um, seeing the Red Fox show made me want to um, be like Red Fox. You know, want to be like Red Fox. And oh. one of the things that I think that was really funny was I got to meet Red Fox in real life because. It was the same company that did his show, was did their different strokes. <gasps> and I remember one day um, they bought me, um, the studio bought me a motorcycle helmet, right? And I'm like, <laughs> sitting in the hallway, me and Kim Fields, we're trying to figure out, me and Kim Fields in the hallway, like, why would they buy us a motorcycle helmet? Are they afraid <laughs> I'm gonna hit my head somewhere? You know, we didn't, we didn't even have a bike at the time. Couldn't figure out why they bought us a motorcycle helmet. So Red Fox walks by and he's like, hey, kids, how you doing? We're like, good. We're like, and like, oh, you got a motorcycle, huh? I'm like, no, they, they bought us this for, for Christmas and we don't know what to do with it. And they're like, he's like, what? He says, okay, I'll take care of this. And then four days later, he bought us in three wheelers. He bought oh. us, Red Fox bought us three wheelers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's so he said, wild. now you can use your helmet. He said, now you can use the helmet. <laughs> oh, is that awesome? Yeah. Did you, yeah. so for you, because uh, I believe when that happened, when you first saw him, you were in San Francisco. Now you're on the set, you're seeing him. Was that a big moment for you as a kid? Did that, oh, like, yeah. Meet the, idol? the guy who I idolized and, um, you know, who always wanted to be on TV because of him. Yeah, it was the greatest moment in my life, I'm sure. It definitely was. Wow. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. So um, you, you went, uh, you, you know, kind of pushing forward here slightly. You did Battle of the Network Stars. Do you recall yeah. any special moments from that experience? Like, yeah, then it, well, I, was, I was killing Leaf Garrett in the run but got my leg caught in the net. Oh, I was, I, If I would have just taken my time, I would have went over the net and blew him away. But 
I got caught in the net, ended up losing the race. But I remember us, one of the big things that we were running and they put, um, what's his name? Um, Robert Conrad, the guy with the yeah. battery on his shoulder. Okay. Of course. So Robert Conrad was like, uh, I'm going to run the race. I'm going to win. I said, Robert, I'm faster than you are. He's like, no, you're not. You're just a kid. I said, well, then let's race. I raced him and blew him away. And he's like, okay, you can run. And I ended up winning, winning that race. And then I remember we did the long, the long run, um, I think the 440. And I told them they should put me at the end, but they didn't. They put me first. They put Dana at the end, and we lost that one. And <laughs> Dana ran out of gas. <laughs> That is funny. That always looked like it looked like a, a truly competitive time, but really fun. It was, yeah. But um, I think the most fun though was battling was uh, uh Circus of the Stars was the most fun. Oh, what did you do? I did trapeze for five years. I was trapeze artist. I was the one who did a double. I did the double and came back. And then no way. In, the year, in the year of doing the triple, what happened to me was, um, the sixth year I was going to do a triple, and I did it the triple. I got his hands, catcher's hands. I made it and I flipped off his hands and I hit the back net. And like they say, your life flashed before your eyes. My, my, my life definitely flashed before my eyes. Wow. So I hit that back net, bounced off it, came down. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. And then they were like, well, you want to try something else? I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't want to try anything else. I don't want to do that again. They go, well, try the lion act. So then they gave me a chair and a whip and sent me into the cage with the lions. And I oh, went in there and I'm looking at these big lions looking at me. And one was looking at his lips, and I was thinking was, he's looking at me like, cook me. I said, I'm out of here. I said, open the gate. I said, I'm going home. I am done. And I went home. That was it for me. Well, I am, like, like sincerely impressed that you did a uh, double uh, flip. Double back, yeah. Piece. That's yeah. so I mean, yeah. that is but so I was a, I was a gymnast. I had, I had double backs on the ground. Front pikes. I had everything on the ground. I had everything. I was a gymnast for a long time. Wow. Wow. I know, um, by the way, I think it was Judy Norton, who uh, obviously you know, you know, saw in the Waltons. She was on there and she did trapeze too. Yep. Yep. Wow. God, I'll tell you, that takes a lot of guts. Um, so you, um, you go on and uh, you, you do all these reality shows. I mean, you did uh, Fear Factor, uh, Hulk Hogan's uh, Celebrity Championship Wrestling. I mean, it, there's a lot. You know, yeah. what, uh, what did you enjoy most about doing this, like the reality competition format? I always, I always choose the reality competitions of something that's going to be fun. I don't choose anything that's not going to be fun. Mm -hmm. And I've had a great time on all of them, you know. Um, but I do know that there's politics involved in those things now. Now that I do know that, <laughs> you know, really? they, uh, yeah, some things that are interesting, but I still love doing them. They're a lot of fun to do them. Yeah. You know, um, um, especially something that's fun to do. But, you know, at my age, I don't know how many sports shows I can do anymore, you know, so. Right. You know, it's time to do other stuff, you know, other shit kind of reality. So, like, I did, I did Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, you did? And um, came in fourth, you know. I, I, if I would have answered the one question right, I would have won the whole thing, but I blew it on the last question, so. Wow. But Are it was you, a lot of fun. When, but being in a, in a house for 30 days was very interesting with people that you didn't know, so. Did you in, did you enjoy the process or were there days? Yeah, like, Get me out I, of I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy the not being able to contact your loved ones, but I enjoyed the process. Wow. Wow. Did you, you know, it's so funny. I, I read about you with these reality competitions and a lot of them, it was like, oh, you just, you know, you just missed that or something just yep. like, it was kind of like, you were always like right on the cusp. Yep. Uh, well, you know, I, the, the wrestling I should have won, but they gave it to Dennis Rodman, which I out performed him completely i did all the tricks and he only did a few but i think that was a deal he had with hulk hogan so 
<laughs> yeah. All the that. wrestlers said that I won. All the wrestlers said all the real wrestlers said I won that. I should have won that. Okay, that's that's pretty wild. So you yeah. formed uh with your brother uh Little Bridge Productions. Yeah, now it's called um it's called um Predator Apex now. Predator Apex now. Okay. Um first of all, what's it like uh working with your brother and then what uh what do you with the two of you what type of programming do you you know like to produce? Well, we, we we like to produce movie feature film movies, but we also do commercials in the company. We do whatever whatever pays, you know. We do it. That, that, I think that's what a company should do. We don't. You shouldn't be isolating yourself on one position. We do whatever you know, whatever comes to our table. But um, working with my brother is easy, you know. When you have a family, like when we we direct together as the Bridges brothers, and he um he does the technical aspect, and I do all the working with the actors. Wow, what a great yeah. uh, working relationship for two brothers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I mentioned earlier the doors that you open for a lot of uh, young black actors. Um, do you feel like a, a you know, a, a pride from that? Do you take that in? Oh, yeah. I think that, you know, I think it's my entire whole family, actually, because at one point, my dad, when the very beginning, my dad was an agent and you couldn't really get into Hollywood as a black actor unless you went through my father, wow. you know, and my mother, you know, you had to get in that way. Um I think it's great, but I just wish we had a little more unity among each other in this business. I don't know if we do, you know, now, but I wish we did. But I think it's coming. I think we're growing as people. We're growing as a nation. And I think that a lot of things will change within time. So, yeah, I do, I do too. I do, too. I'm, I'm with you on that. Did um, By the way, did you, uh, when your parents broke in, like, you know, you said your dad as an agent and your mom as a manager, was that a pretty, I mean, if they were the you know, agent or the manager. Oh yeah. You remember, was that a hard time for them? Because that's pretty intense. No, they were they were the go-to agents for black people. Every and they were for kids. My mom was the go-to manager. They knew they can get the performances out of the kids from my mom. So wow. So it was uh it, it went well. It went really good. Wow. Now you know you mentioned earlier. Look, you've been sober for thirty years. Nothing small to talk about there. That's that's just a huge accomplishment. But um, I read that uh. You, you know, you've taken that and you you go and you speak, you've spoken to so many organizations and high schools and churches. Um, how do you, you know, what, can you tell us a little bit about the work that you've done? Well, I, I tell people my stories, what I do. I tell people what it was like and where I'm at today and how to push past a lot of these challenges in life. You know, a lot of people just don't understand that um, it's, it's a lot of work, but in the process, it's very gratifying. And fortunately for me, to keep it, you have to give it away. That's what it's called. That's what you have to do. To keep it, you have to give it away. Otherwise, you can't keep it. Wow. Wow. That's a great, that's a great statement. Did, so, you know, when it, when it uh, you know, when you went through this, and I, for, forgive me on saying 10 years, five years, that five-year period, did you, what was it that, you know, finally, I mean, literally, that's it. I'm done. What, well, what, what, what happens what is... Yeah, the person has to be sick and tired of being sick and tired and has to be absolutely ready. And once you're at that point, you can change your life. And you you hit the wall? Oh, yeah. You got you hit that position where you're tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired. You just don't want to do this anymore. And you change it. Wow. Wow. So, you know, I a lot of the viewers, I'm sure, are out there going, gosh, I never, you know, I don't really see him or whatever where I can, you know, meet him or whatever. If they did want to reach out for an autograph, the book that you wrote, um, seeing you see, you know, seeing that you're going to have a personal appearance somewhere, 
where do they go? What do they do? Uh, they can contact on the realtodbridges.com and buy merchandise. And they'll find, well, I'm going to put some books up in a couple of weeks on there that are signed. Um, or they can come watch me on Twitch, you know, watch me stream the games. Um, mm -hmm. That's how they can get a hold of me for sure. Okay. And as in regards to your book, by the way, um, was that for you, was that a uh, like cathartic journey? Oh, yeah. But it's a, uh, Everyone who read the book absolutely loves it because I tell the truth. I don't hold anything back in it, but it's very healing for people to read it because then they can really understand uh, the journey that I went through to get to where I'm at today. Mm -hmm. You I know, you know, so I definitely believe that, but yeah, realtopbridges.com. They can uh, go on there and buy merchandise. And uh, if they ask for the book, then we can get them the book, you know, and it's, whatever. I don't know how much we charge for that yet, but mm -hmm. also, um, when they can watch me stream, you know, that's a lot of fun too. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. And, uh, Todd, you know, obviously, cause you have done a lot of the, a lot of great work. What, what charities, you know, I've asked this of everybody that I've had on the show, but what charities are kind of dear to your heart that, you know, mean, mean a great deal to you. Mine, a lot of the animal charities, the animal rescues and stuff. I, uh, I adore animals and I think animals need to be given more of a chance, you know, especially in our society because, um, we're knocking them out of so many places. And um, I really believe that yeah. our future is gonna be due to the animals we keep around and keep you know, keep on this planet, you know? And I think that, so I guess animal rescue would be probably the best. Like 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 organizations like PETA or like local? Yeah, uh, not like PETA, like, like um, well, like um, I would say like, uh, what's the um, SPCA, yeah, that one? Right. I think that people should always, instead of buying dogs, they should, you know, unless they, you know, a good way is to rescue dogs. I've rescued dogs all my life, so mm -hmm. I've you, always rescued dogs. Let me ask you this. Um, this goes back to different strokes. You know, you were a young guy, and obviously, you know, you've got all these people around you, and in that, did you, when you look back, are you just astonished that you are the only surviving uh, original cast member? I know that there oh, were yeah. came in, but you're the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm shocked. I thought I'd be the first to go, but God had other plans for me. That's one thing about when you believe in the Lord, the Lord has different plans for you. And uh, his plans is to keep me around and keep doing his bidding, you know? I got you. And by the way, did you not uh, recently get married? Yeah, I got married. Uh, her name's Betty Jo. We got married. I have a total of six kids now. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Well, my 25, 26, 9, 11... 15 and 18. Okay. I'm impressed as a, as, as a man, I'm impressed. How the heck are you, are you um, close with your kids? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My older kids live in LA with mm -hmm. their, uh, they live in LA and my new wife and her kids, we all live in, um, in uh, Arizona. So. Okay. Well, fantastic. Well, I'm really happy. You know, I I'm, I'm glad to hear about that. Did you know, in the, in regards to different strokes, by the way, because yeah, everybody, obviously they look at, you know, what happened to Gary, what happened to Dana, you know, all of this, but on the, on the reverse side of the coin, different strokes is a great, a great sitcom. I mean, I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's funny. What is that? How do you feel as a, as a person knowing like that you've done a show that went on for so long and that it means so much to people like they, they take so much away from it, so much enjoyment. Um, it makes me feel really good to know that that show was a show that a lot of people watched. They couldn't wait to watch, you know, and it wasn't just one race. It was everybody. Everybody enjoyed watching that show. It made me feel really good. You know, it does, definitely made me feel really good.
Did you did you realize at the time, by the way, that it was uh, in itself a groundbreaking show? Because as you said, you hit you had uh, mixed, you know, mixed cast. Well, we yeah, we had a well, we got hate mail from both sides at the time, you know. So it was interesting. Yeah, we got hate mail from both sides. Really? But more people enjoyed it than hated it, which was great. So. Oh wow. Okay. Well, that, I guess that says that they they had a lot of guts to keep it on. Yep. 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 Good deal. Well, Todd, listen, uh, you've been so kind. And for the people out there, Todd is actually, he's on his vacation and he's taking the time to talk, talk with me. So I, you know, I really appreciate you doing that. And thank uh, you. yeah, thanks a lot for being on Todd. I, I hope you have a wonderful uh, vacation and, and uh, I will. just, um, yeah, just thank you for coming on. It's been just a lot of fun. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. And uh, don't forget realtodbridges.com and Todd Bridges on Twitch. Perfect. You got All it. Right. Take care, Thank my friend. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming. And uh, please check us out also on youtube.com slash that's classic TV, where you can actually watch and see the celebrities that are on the show. Thanks again. Bye-bye.